0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And And this this is Stay Stay on on Target.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are looking back at the year... 2019
0: 2019 AD AD
1: and uh, We actually
0: just got done doing a rundown of a bunch of old CV- CBS shows like Law & Order oh, yeah. 20 years SVU that 21 years It has nothing years. to do with the show. It has nothing to do with it. But I, it's just it's interesting.
1: Yeah. to me. Well, yeah, we were looking at like a uh, CS wait, C- yeah, CSI. Yeah, CSI
0: completely gone.
1: NCIS still still going. Yep. Yep, Jag.
0: Yeah, that's how it all started. Was yeah, we're Jag. Looking at was, Jag. Well, actually, no, it started off with Picard. Oh, Picard. Picard that's source. relevant.
1: Yeah, because it, it's released now, but we're n- we're not we're not talking about that this episode. No, we're not. Uh and so we've gone back to the beginning. <laughs> um we are looking back in that last year and we're that's gonna right. and we're going to both um tell you our favorite things of the past year and also kinda like uh, did we do a good job of reviewing movies like we said we would? That's that's I mean... That's to come. We'll we'll give ourselves
0: a grade, a letter grade... Oh, gosh. You know, at the end of it, and, you'll, and you'll find out how I feel about how right. how we feel about it, you know? Um, Our goals versus, you know, ach- achievements.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then I think next episode, yeah. we will do a look forward at the year 2020 that we're already in.
0: I did see you have put in a bunch of uh, movies into the calendar and yeah, i was because, very happy about some of that because well, I, I was like oh man that movie that movie I, is just reminding me of all the
1: movies so i'm very excited for that episode as well and it's not a comprehensive list because there's a, like when like when we go through it we'll go through all the movies that are at least <laughs> slated for 2020 but a lot of them don't have specific release dates yeah this was everything with a release date okay that i could find um
0: and so that's like both movies and like some video games. That no, sort of there's thing? no video. I didn't put any, okay, video, didn't games put any video games on there because okay. there's.
1: I mean, ex, I mean, at this point, like, a
0: movie better have a release date, though, right?
1: Like at a year out. Uh, not as like we just know like fall or like okay. we just don't have you know. So anyway, like, yeah, okay. We have we have several things in there. We'll talk about that next week. I'll also in the meantime, I do need to go through and put in uh, video game release dates that we know of. Yeah. Um, and uh, I take it. Maybe come. I don't know. There's. I don't know of any comic release dates.
0: Um, except for one that we're probably going to talk about later this episode. Anyway, Chris, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> we're just teasing everything. Yeah, I know. Teasing next week's episode. We're teasing later this episode. Yeah,
1: we're teasing the, the, the rest of the year. But Chris,
0: what's been happening for the here and now? Yeah. What have you
1: been up to? Um, so, uh, it's a good question. I, I've been playing a game, which I will talk about later in Ooh. the show.
0: Jedi Fallen Order.
1: Ooh, I like that. I like that. And Or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I need yeah. to be specific. That's right. Um, I'm loving it. I Chris, will...
0: you know why you have to be specific? Because there have been so many Star Wars games that yes. have come out from EA in the last few years.
1: Yeah. Well, so
0: many of them. That's why you have to be specific.
1: And it's, and I'm enjoying it <laughs> immensely. Um, that and uh, just still trying to um, – uh, well, so I'm, I'm going to do the the Best Picture Marathon, AMC Best Picture Marathon. I'm trying to see all the th- movies so I watched uh I need to watch The Irishman this weekend. Yeah, so you're doing the streaming on ones like we yeah, talked about. Yeah, so I watched Marriage Story, great movie. Um it is it is astounding how good of an actor uh Adam Driver is becoming. Yeah. He is phenomenal. Yeah. Um and uh, I think he he totally deserves um the uh nomination he got for this. Um, I think that Scarlett Johansson, uh, is a good pick for, uh, the nomination she got for, uh, best actress, the best supporting actress.
0: Wasn't that for Jojo Rabbit though? Or,
1: oh wait. Yeah. I, I no, it- hang on. Maybe she got, hang on. I think she's nominated. She was best supporting actress in Jojo Rabbit. There it is. That's, a, she's, that's she's it. She's actress in this movie. That's right. Okay. Uh, supporting actress in this movie is, um, uh, I just lost it uh she was admiral H- 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 hold holdo okay in uh in star wars the last jedi uh dern uh yeah laura dern laura dern nice it was all right you know like i mean it wasn't like a mind blowing performance you know so like, i i kind of don't think she's gonna uh walk away with this award, but I think you know it was a great movie, well done there were some cool like um there's this like the scene so the the premise to not be spoilery, I feel like you should know kind of the premise if you have seen anything about it. Right. It's about, it's called marriage story, but it's about a marriage falling apart (laughs) and, um, what that's like. There's this, there's this one scene where basically, uh, Adam driver's character and Scarlett Johansson's character haven't, have not talked about and communicated about some things and they, they have this argument and, um, the when they were shooting it they would shoot they wouldn't just like shoot sections of it they would shoot it from the beginning every time so that they could work up to the emotional height of the the middle of the argument Mm -hmm. and whenever they would um get notes from the director he would give them notes separately so that they wouldn't know what the other one was going to do differently in this new take interesting to elicit new reactions from them that's
0: really interesting i
1: know um and then there's just like a cool scene like where uh Adam Driver's—he's like in this bar and he sings a song from a musical, um, and apparently it was all in—it was—it was all live, and it was recorded in one take. It's not a one shot, but it was all recorded in one take.
0: Yeah, multiple cameras, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Um, and it, and he, I mean, he has a great singing voice. I didn't know he had a great singing voice. Blowing my mind, John. <laughs> I mean, we could have had a a very a very different Kylo Ren had he sung more.
0: I mean, that's what I feel like. Honestly, the new trilogy really needed to go. They it's needed to go hard musical. musical. You know, we got it. it would have been way, way more intimidating. Yeah. If not only had Kylo Ren and Ph- Phasma been like, you know, it oh, looks scary, but they'd <laughs> oh, also yeah. like sung and danced. Yeah, you know, yeah. like come dancing out of the uh, yeah. out of the tie interceptor whenever like you come that's down creepier. there. Yeah, it's it. it <laughs> It's really, like, unsettling. Yeah. You know? It's like... Oh, man. John. It, just think we'll about, this, about this, Chris. Think about the terror that would spread around the galaxy Yeah. if Kylo Ren also sang. You know?
1: It's yep. like, totally. whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
0: Just whoa. Destroys yeah. planets, freezes blaster bolts in midair, also sings.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what I went up to. What have you been up to, John?
0: Uh, I've actually, like, so there's a, a few things. Two things that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, and uh, and both of them, one is a video game and one is a Netflix thing. Uh, the video game I want to talk about is Hollow Knight, old video game, but finally, like I picked it up on a sale last year at some point on my Switch, and finally getting around to playing it. It's very good. Nice. It's a very good game. Um, it's a platformer, side-scrolling kind of platformer, Metroidvania, gigantic map, um, and it definitely has, like, it, I was worried about it because initially people were like, oh, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And, it, you know, we'll, we'll talk about something similar to this later on. Mm. But people were like, oh, it's very hard. Um, and so I got in there and I was like okay I'm expecting this thing to be like super difficult it's not super duper difficult Yeah, it is hard to like some of the boss fights like you can like wander into areas that will just completely wreck you and but like it's like okay I'll be back later you know whenever I have like my power ups and stuff Um, or like you walk into a boss fight and you're like dude I can't handle this right now like let me go explore this other side of the map Yeah. and so like there's always something that is easily accessible to do but there's also if you really wanted to go like non like not in the order that the, the game is telling you it wants to go in. You could go to these places, like the majority of them, um, just from the get-go and just get just completely wrecked um but then there are certain things that are gate like have a gate on them where it's like oh you need a double jump and it's like okay I'll get my double jump I'll come back here um and so it's it's a fun thing the one thing like I've been really enjoying is the exploration mm. where it's like you know, like the world building is super fun where like there's a, a town like a city that you go to it's it's everybody like is everybody in the city all these bugs are like zombies and uh cuz everybody in the game is a bug you're a bug everybody so you're you're wandering on the side, zombies but it's constantly raining in this uh in this city And, you know, somebody even references at one point, like, like, you know, I wonder why it's raining in, you know, in the city or whatever, like all the time. And as you like explore more, you find out like in the, there's a big uh, cave above the city Mm. because you're all underground. This whole thing's underground and there's a lake. There's an underground lake just directly above this city that they, they built, and so it's raining because like there's just constantly
1: like, dripping down. Yeah, it's
0: just dripping yeah. down underneath the lake, and so like it's just it's cool things like that where you're like, oh man, this world is so fascinating to dive into into That's cool. like all these little pieces upon pieces. Um, the uh, the only thing that I don't like about it so much is the the art style is very like gloomy and drab yeah it's like kind of you know each area kind of has its like monochromatic where it's like oh this is like the bluish looking area this is the pinkish looking area this is the red you know and so like you have those those elements to it and so it's it's not as like gorgeous to look at as something like ori in the blind forest or something like that um and so yeah so like that's the one thing about it where i would say man it's super fun very addicting has the dark souls thing where like if you if you die you have to go back and beat your ghost in order to like pick up the rest of your your stuff i've only lost my stuff like once um, and so, yeah, it's, it, it's a really fun game. There are also really fun moments. I say fun, but like initially, it's like what? There's like so. For example, there's a banker in the game, and you give your money to this banker, and it's like okay. Well, whenever I go out and I lose it all, or it's uh, at least it's safe with this banker, right? Mm-hmm. And I showed up to the banker one time, and she's just gone. <laughs> And like I was like, what? And so like I tried to like you know knock on the door, and then the literally the front of the bank like falls over like it was just like a cardboard cutout or whatever, and she's just gone. Oh, it's, like, no! What? She just absconded with like my money, and uh, and you find her, you re encounter her later on, and like are able to get your money back, but like it's it, her her name is like such and such the thief now, you know? It's like and so like you you kind of like have these encounters with the 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 people who are left over in this like kind of almost post apocalyptic bug world and it's just those types of exchanges are super fun and really interesting that with the world building that goes into this game um, the other thing on netflix lost in space season 2 chris mm, season 2 really good i've talked about before how i'm on it feels like netflix has identified me as the animation and sci-fi yeah. you know track yeah. where it's like anything sci-fi push it at john yeah. anything animation push it at john and it's like well it's it's worked Um, because the, uh, Lost in Space season two is fantastic. Like the first season sets up everything and it's like the dynamics with the family and everything. And then, you know, at the end of season one, they end up getting like them there. Oh, we're back to the colony. And then the entire thing gets sucked off into like this other, other, uh, galaxy or whatever, um, where the robot is from. And so there's like these, there's an alien threat in season two and season two like does a really good job of like orchestrating the different elements of the thing where it never feels like oh wait we're with the colony so we're safe now you know we're good like it, it feels like there's always just this constant threat and it uh, takes people and different family members and puts them into other locations and like different organizations of people just like an amazing show like I've, I have get lost vibes a lot from it where mm. you're like oh man now such and such and such and such they're crossing the other side of the island we've never seen that before yeah and you know we've never seen that combo before and so like what's going to happen and how do they problem solve with these like different skill sets and stuff. So anyway, very good season. If you're into sci-fi, that show is definitely worth your time because the, uh, the other thing I was impressed by was the graphics. It's like, it's a very, this season is really graphics heavy. Like where it's like, there is like some things in there where you're like CGI. Yeah. You should have to like there, you know, there's a giant space station. There's like uh, aliens around. And so like, it's, They do a really good job where of it. Like I never, I never was like, oh man, this looks bad or anything. Like it's, it's kind of like on that. I feel like the level has been set. It's like Mandalorian and like, you know, this is on that same level where you're like, holy cow, this looks really good. That's cool. So anyway, uh, definitely if you like sci-fi stuff, check out Lost in Space on
1: Netflix. My biggest problem with Netflix, I may have said this last week, is that you literally cannot find. Like, did it show me Lost in Space? No. Mm -mm. No, once you're on it, you're on it. You know. But that's the thing. Like, I never know what co- what's coming out. Yeah. Like someone will be talking about some like cool show or yeah. a, or a, a movie or a special that they watched. Yeah. Like I had no idea yeah. why because Netflix doesn't show it to me. Why? Right. I don't know. Maybe it thinks it know me, but it can't know me, John. I'm an enigma. That's right. I don't want it to know me. Well,
0: like I said, like I am hardcore on the sci-fi and animation thing. It's sure. it, so outside maybe, of those genres. Like, may, If you, if you have like, a documentary film series or something like that that's amazing on there, it's like, I have no idea. Maybe
1: it's serving you well. It's a, not serving me well, though. A
0: second season of uh, The Toys That Made Us came yeah. out, and yeah. people were like, oh, that's amazing. You should watch such an episode or whatever. And, oh, I would love to. But you're right. I had no idea it existed.
1: You want, oh, I'm going to blow your mind <laughs> even further, John. Okay. You may know this already, but probably not because Netflix didn't show it to you. There's another show called The Movies That Made Us. What? And so, like, how they go through Die Hard? Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, oh, all these. I need to watch Goonies it. Goonies, I think, is on yeah. there. Because I'm into that.
0: Like I, I, like, I know, and like, I liked certain episodes of like The Toys That Made Us. Like, or so, oh, the ones that I'm interested in, or like whatever. It's like it's such a it's a cool cool show. But yeah. It's like I don't. I, I'm not on that track. Like they're not on the like, yeah. yo, you know.
1: I know. How things are made. I don't get it, dude. I don't know.
0: I did get I, I did get served the uh, the uh, Magic for Humans season two. Oh yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's I great. Like it. oh, we were,
1: we watched through that. It's a good one. For some reason, it thought we wanted to watch that, so we did. Yeah, a
0: good one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we wanted to watch that, so we
1: did. No, I mean, it thought we wanted oh, to watch it that. Thought we did. Yeah, I yeah.
0: mean, so I was, you know, just yeah. All right. I think like they're like you know that probably is a genre
1: that doesn't necessarily fit well, with any of the other ones.
0: It's not. It's not. You know. It's not comedy. It's not sci-fi. It's like okay.
1: Let's well, just it, give would, this to everyone. I would say I would put it in comedy. I would, I would in say, say too. Yeah, And yeah, so yeah, like right. we've been you know I, I would say I will say like we've been watching you know we watch a lot of Office Parks and Rec. Uh, Friends, when it was on yeah. there, um, we do watch a lot of stand-up uh, comedians and cars getting coffee.
0: Yeah, so it is funny. Like whenever like Friends comes off of yeah. there, it's like immediately like
1: magic for humans. Here's here's magic for <laughs> humans. Yeah. Here's Billy on the street. Yeah, here's that's the kind of things that's been serving us. Okay, so I guess it just thinks we we just love comedy. Yeah,
0: I mean you know. I guess,
1: that's, I guess that's it.
0: And honestly, like I also have wondered before because Netflix like, they they make so much more money from comedies like comedy specials and the comedy series and things like that, because it's like low, low cost to make. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like in some cases, I'm well, like, and, and do they make feed money? You these? just see, like,
1: it's like how much it costs. Right. They don't. It's cheaper to make. It's not right. they make money off of it. No. It's like it's cheaper to make yeah. those uh, per view.
0: You're right. And so if like everybody gets addicted to like Netflix's comedy stuff and like yeah. and that's all they're watching, then that's all Netflix will have to like pay for it. So they can do so much more volume of it for a lower dollar price than something like Lost in Space or something. You yeah.
1: know? But uh, I was reading this week. This is not part of the news. Maybe we should go to the news. Let's just go to the news. Okay. The news! so the news john yeah something i read this week was that the witcher is uh on track to be the uh, most watched season one of any netflix show ever
0: whoa So uh, like more than uh stranger more things than stranger,
1: yeah more than stranger things more than all. Like, like is
0: that within a certain time frame or is that like is that like literally just like they're gonna beat stranger things or is it like within the first week
1: that's a good question within the first month now you're making it on i'm there. just gonna look it up now i feel like there has to be like some sort of a, a qualifier yeah i mean maybe not maybe just but overall maybe
0: i mean honestly like some people probably would watch stranger things and be like i'm out because of the uh you know it's like i'm, I'm just not scary. into horror or like whatever yeah, yeah, yeah like would, they may watch the first like season which or is, or the is first not episode
1: scary. like
0: yeah they may watch like the first or second episode or something like okay that let's see like, here nope it's gonna be
1: scary i'm this is from business insider um, Netflix The Witcher will be the streamer's biggest TV show premiere of all time. The hit fantasy show was watched by 76 million households in the first month of its Barely. release and is on track to become this oh wait it is on track to become the streaming giant's biggest first season ever.
0: Okay that's yeah that's some, um, some big talk there
1: blah 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 blah.
0: Well, I mean, clearly it's on track. If it, was, if it was the most watched thing within its first month, it would
1: obviously catch up
0: to something that's been out for a few years, uh, no matter what, you
1: know? Netflix said The Witcher was the second most popular of 2019 behind Stranger Things.
0: Well, that's um, the third season.
1: Right. Well, yes. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really, it just says, of all, of all this is the most watched first season hmm. of all time
0: fun that's awesome netflix. i mean like again like if 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 it continues as far as like the the watcher you know numbers go it would eventually catch up to uh, stranger things based on just that first amazing month ah
1: here's here's something though it says but there's a caveat oh
0: netflix oh, updated
1: for. its viewership metrics now the company counts a view if an account watches at least two minutes of a program,
0: wait, 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 wait,
1: what? Before Netflix counted a view if an account watched seventy percent of a movie or an episode of a TV series, I definitely feel like that's more legit. It said in which I well, it says it said in the report the two minutes is quote long enough to indicate the choice was intentional, which I will agree with that. Yes. Um. They also went on and said quote, given that we now have titles with widely varying lengths from short episodes. Specials at around fifteen minutes, two long films, *The Highwaymen* at one hundred thirty-two minutes. We believe that reporting households viewing a title based on seventy percent of a single episode of a series or film, which we have been doing, makes less sense. Which I I do agree with that. Yeah, two minutes feels real short. That but, feels like
0: super short. But, but it also, you're like, right. Like by the time you're two minutes into something, like, wait, what am I watching? You yeah. know, like it is just autoplayed.
1: You know, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't have things auto. I mean trailers autoplay for me i don't like it's not like hulu hulu frustrates true, me true or like they want like i'll watch the latest Bob's burgers episode and it launches into i love lucy
0: yeah <laughs> afterwards yeah, yeah. autoplay uh, just in general like e- even on like something like youtube for instance like yeah. bugs me because like if it unless it plays something from the exact same channel that i'm just now on
1: right it bugs me but netflix will and just, that's like, how like a, you get
0: like that's how you get like oh you watch something like super weird and that's how like you know of uh, you know Flat Earth channels get, yeah. get people to watch them.
1: Netflix will do a trailer. It's funny, like the Disney Plus um uh suggestions yeah. are really weird right now. Yeah, so, they're like strange. We watched um so we watched Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, the first one. Yeah, so you would assume Well, no, no, hang on, hang on, let me go with me. Okay, okay. I don't remember what I suggested after that one, but then we watched Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Dead Man's Chest. Yeah, yeah, the second one. Now, the fact that I've watched both of these in succession... Back-to-back. ...means you should suggest the third one. Maybe. You know what they suggest after the second one? The first one again. (laughs) If you're super lost right now, (laughs) we're just making sure you know that there was a first one. Why in in the world (laughs) would I want to go back and watch the one I just watched? Because it's the better one. You know, it's the best (laughs) one. The first one, best Pirates of the Caribbean. Also, after The Mandalorian, it was always telling me to watch Empire Strikes Back. I'm like, why would I... In why? Why would that be the first why one? Why is that you the one that you want me? I, you know, I haven't watched any of these. Right.
0: I mean, heck, if you wanted to like, if you wanted to suggest the one that like George Lucas wanted, just suggest episode one. Yeah. You know, just go Something, back to all the way. Either
1: one or four. Those are the two you should be <laughs> suggesting to me right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, hang on. I'll, also, I'll, I'll whenever it back. doesn't one, work, four or the most recent one. Yeah. So they should have been suggesting right. one, four, or the Last Jedi at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So
0: my well, they didn't have the Last Jedi at the time. Mm. Until, so one or four until December twenty fifth. Yeah, not five. Like you should. Like what was the middle chapter? Like <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's
1: like um, hey, uh, watch Goblet of Fire first.
0: I do feel like Netflix does a better job about those suggestions, where it's like you know they'll they'll suggest like they won't suggest the same thing over and over
1: and over. No,
0: you know, whereas I feel like you know Disney Plus, it's like it'll suggest the same it thing bothers every people, single time.
1: Like, but it doesn't really bother Netflix, me. So, same like, thing. A lot of times, or not Netflix, that Hulu, same thing. A lot thing. of times they'll switch genres on you. So like you just watched like a oh, uh, very like heavy drama. Yeah. So like after uh, Marriage Story, mm-hmm. it suggested a stand-up comedy to me. Oh, man. Which, well, no, I'm saying that, that's good because like yeah. I needed something light after that.
0: I guess you're right. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you just watch this really heavy thing. Here you go. Here's some here's comedy. It's heavier.
1: You know, <laughs> well, yeah, like, it's like going to get even darker. Yeah, you
0: don't want to like, you know, the Return of the King, you know, <laughs> it's, oh, gosh. it's just that after.
1: Yeah, uh, which um, I saw a meme today. I promise we'll get to the rest of the news. Yeah. So uh, it was on a meme today. It was just like something going around on Twitter where uh, in the Return of the King, whenever uh, the company comes back and they're seeing Frodo is alive and all that kind of stuff, uh, Gimli comes in the door and he's like, Gimli. Mm-hmm. And Legolas comes in the door and he's like, <gasps> and then Aragorn comes in the door. He's like, Aragorn, very clearly forgetting Legolas' Legolas's name. Yeah. And remembered that's, Aragorn's name, who he met for like five minutes, and knew him as Strider. Yes, you know, and didn't know him as Aragorn. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, oh, a. it's a good one. It's, it's uh, a little odd whenever you look back on it. I love it. Dude, it's such whole, a deep cut. It's also like how how are, how are we just now finding yeah. this in uh, 2020? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's because, because, it's because social media didn't exist when that that's movie first true. came
0: out. Because like that whole like. What's funny about, like, I, I really love the ending of that movie. Like, I really yeah. like it. I like how everything, like, plays out and stuff. Um, at the same time, it does feel a little dreamlike, you know? It's like yeah. the way that it was, like, delivered to you was just, like, this, like, fuzzy, like, oh, everything's, like, super bright. In the... And it's, like, I don't know. Like, looking at it now, I'm just kind of like, why? why? Why was that the choice? Like, why was that the artistic choice of, like, let's make this feel almost not
1: Dream, real? Dream-like. I mean, yeah, like, surreal. I don't know. I, like, I, I will say, whenever I don't know, whenever I read the books, I kind of felt like that, too. Yeah. I'm like, well, and like, because. I mean, more stuff happens in the books. More stuff happens, but like, but it's just so, um, I'd never read a book where the epilogue is that like, hmm. is that long. It's like half of the book, you know? Yeah. And and you're just like, man, this is just like, we're really, get, I mean, we're getting in deep. Yeah. Um, And so I kind of felt like that. That, that same kind of feeling as I was reading it. Gotcha. Makes sense. I
0: mean, and so maybe that they, would be translating that just on screen. It's like, yeah. okay, let's do that. Okay. All All right. More
1: news. More news. Uh, and I didn't talk to you about this one, but I forgot. Okay. And um, I don't know where he said this, but this is from uh, Twitter. <laughs> That's where he said it, then, you know? Yeah. Well, no, this is Rogue One screenwriter Gary Whitta oh, has, yeah. re- has revealed that a scene of Darth Vader chasing down Jin Erso and battling on the, on the beaches of Scarif yeah. in Rogue One didn't make the cut. I saw it. Yeah. Vader says, put me on that beach, followed by Carnage. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So there's two things.
0: Two things with this. Uh, Gary Widow was doing like a Ask Me Anything like on Twitter ah, and stuff. And so is. people were literally just asking him these awesome questions. And they asked him like what was you know, what was something that you were afraid was gonna get cut from um from Rogue One, Rogue One, and he said the Mandal- or not the Mandal, the uh, the uh, the Vader Castle stuff. Mm. Like he was like, I was so afraid. He's like, honestly, he's like, you know, looking at it I, went, I don't know why I was so afraid because it's so cool and you know, like it's it's it builds into its lore. He's like, but he's like, I think at the time, like, whenever I wrote, it, I was like, this is so cool. I just want this to be in there. Yeah, and so he was like, I was so worried that they were going to cut it. um Somebody asked him, okay, so what about the shot in the trailer where she's running along the beach with the plans in her hand, right? Yeah. And he said. In the original cut, he's like the plans and then the uh, place to transmit those plans yeah. were in two separate buildings.
1: Okay and so you run run from the one to the other
0: exactly you said in but in the final cut like everybody decided like okay this is it's too much like it's just too much of like this battle it's too like long you know and so they needed to cut like so they put them in the same building basically Mm. the same tower um where it's like okay we have to be on this level to get the plans and we have to go and transmit them
1: kind of like like a meeting in two separate buildings
0: better i i don't know like i feel like it it makes more sense for them to be in two separate buildings as far as like from a a like logistical perspective like you don't keep your like super secret documents in the same place that you like can then accidentally email them to your you know (laughs) right it's like this is not you know this is not something that the empire probably would do yeah but at the same time like i do understand from a like time perspective on on screen or like a like a storytelling perspective where like okay it's it's too much to like, let's drop into this building, run across and get inside that building, climb to the top, get the thing, go back down, climb, run across this other building. It's like, it, it becomes a little cumbersome.
1: I mean, I feel like but. it needs to be cumbersome. It needs to feel dire. Like, how are we going to get this this across the, the beach this in this battle zone. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think I
0: would have liked to see that happen. Yeah. Um. And honestly, especially if Vader shows up, yeah.
1: More so. What I, this uh, go with me, John? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna paint a okay, picture okay. in your head. Oh, so first of all, do you do you ever read the did you read the reboot of the Star Wars, uh, comic series on, uh, Marvel whenever they came over?
0: No, I okay. don't believe so. Like
1: issue like four. Yeah. Uh, features a scene where uh, Vader's on the ground in this battle yeah. and uh, takes down an AT-AT walker by himself. Go with me here. So with that, that picture in your brain. Yeah. He says, put me down on that beach. He comes down this drop pod, and he just walks out. Yeah. And Jin is across this battlefield, and mm-hmm. it's just a mess. Yeah. And there's rebel forces, and there's empire forces. And he's like, I just got to get through this. So I'm just gonna take out everyone. Yeah, and he just starts killing stormtroopers and AT-AT walkers. He is and- not
0: above killing the uh, the, the people no. like who are on the same side. He k-
1: killed many commanders. That's right. So he just goes across the battlefield, just tears across this thing, mm-hmm. and that would be can you imagine how like cool that would be that'd be so cool the thing i
0: th- i would say is like they probably like so uh, uh, gary uh witter he's awesome by the way i like gary witter a lot um but th- he's mentioned before that the the hallway scene with uh yeah. with vader yeah, yeah. not in the original um in the original interesting. script interesting and he said so, like this, but this being in the original script, it yeah. makes me think that like they were like, okay, well, we want to see Vader go into town on some people, like let's make it the right. hallway. Right. So it's like in my mind, do you almost have one or the other, and it's like I, I'm I'm okay with what we got, but I also wouldn't mind seeing this, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was it's a fantastic scene. I'm not saying I wouldn't want yeah. the other one. I, I could I could I could do with both of them.
0: Oh yeah, I mean I would be I would be okay with just that,
1: you yeah. know. Just, I mean I mean I've already said I want I want a, I want a 20 minute or a uh, two-hour movie of just that
0: I mean honestly like just give me yeah give me <laughs> Vader chasing people people for you know a few hours yeah
1: so anyway that would be really cool uh continuing the Star Wars yeah. news Star Wars Clone Wars there was a trailer that came out dude you so watch excited it? I'm so for, excited for the about final season
0: dude I'm so excited about uh about the uh the the final season of Clone Wars like I never thought in a million years of this would happen that we would actually get this part of the story, yeah, and it's like we obviously already know certain characters like end up in certain places totally. based on where they're at in Rebels, yeah. But it's like, how do we get there with yeah. like Mandalore? Well, it's like we gotta finally like figure out how does Darth Maul get off Mandalore, right? Like, how does he? How do we unseat him,
1: right? And well, because uh, between basically between now and Rebels, he's got to do whatever he was doing in Solo,
0: right. Yeah, well, he. Well, I mean, he kind of is that way. Like, whenever he sets himself up with Mandalore, he basically uses different crime families across the galaxy yeah. in order to do that. And so he sets up a, basically a crime network, and that's where we see him, like, in Solo is, like, yep. he's the head of a crime network. Right. And, and so, yeah, anyway.
1: So <sighs> I'm super excited about that. But well, we still have to
0: kick him out of Mandalore.
1: <sighs> coming coming along with that, uh, this was from a uh, Hollywood reporter, uh, this, is, this was an exclusive. Star Wars The Clone Wars to become a weekly comic. Yes. The, the five-part IDW series will be written by uh, Michael Moreshi and feature new stories from the classic conflict each issue. Disney Plus won't be the only place Star Wars fans will be able to return to The Clone Wars this spring with IDW Publishing launching a weekly comic book series, Star Wars Adventures The Clone Wars Battle Tales. It will run weekly through April. It will be a five issue anthology similar to IDW's Tales from Vader's Castle and Return to Vader's Castle minis. As here, um, beyond this is a bunch of information that we don't need. (laughs) Um, Each issue feature covers, obviously.
0: I thought the art looked really nice. Yeah,
1: art looks cool. Anyway, that's that's, that's basically it. There's no more like relevant information in this. It's
0: interesting to me because like there they're clearly at the with that series, there was a beginning and an end to that series, but then like with when, whenever they were in the middle of it, they're like, Okay, well we have more seasons, let's go back and fill in some of this information and fill in some of these gaps of like between this battle and this battle. Like there's so many stories to tell within that war specifically. Yeah. It's like Get putting it in a comic format, I'm okay with that. Like totally. with it being the final season of the actual animated show, it's like, okay, great. That's, that's, I, I appreciate we're telling the stories that we want to tell through the show. Cause like the thing that they tried to do um, in a lot of cases, like after the was show was it. over, was like, yeah. let's put it in, like release the, the, the basically storyboards. The, the storyboards and like, that'll tell you your story. And it's like, well, it's not the same. No. Um, whereas if it's a complete story within a like comic, like a five, five issue comic. And if we do multiple of those, amazing that would be great
1: but and i'm I'm not against comics i'm glad what i'm glad it isn't is like an ongoing series that's gonna be weekly forever forever yeah because well there's only limited stories that you can tell within that time period you would assume yeah and and like because like in my mind if you (laughs) we're finally getting the final season all the stories in the clone wars need to have been told now yeah and maybe we like you know come back to it you know five years from now and say hey there's one or one or two things we want to explore yeah but like we shouldn't have have a brand new season and then and then have a uh, a new comic series to keep telling stuff. No, right. Like, so I'm I'm glad that it's not this ongoing thing. I'm glad it's just like one off little stories. I'm kind of like, why aren't these TV show episodes? But if they don't fit in the whole arc. Yeah, that's fine.
0: I mean, honestly, I do think that the last season will literally just be like, what were the hanging like? What were the plot threads that we totally. just didn't
1: wrap up? Totally. Like Ahsoka
0: and like with uh, with Darth Maul and stuff. Like, how does this stuff end? Yeah. Um, because like. That's all they really can do, you know it's okay I don't know. yeah, I feel like that's all like they, they want to move on to other things. they want to move on to other shows, other things. so it's like this is kind of a like let's just give this to the fans put it on Disney plus because that'll get us subscribers. and like that's that's it, you yeah. know. so
1: yeah. Um, also, Vanity Fair has confirmed that Vinkman is going to be in Ghostbusters afterlife. Bill Murray's character, cool. Where it was a big up in the air. We weren't sure. We talked about it, or Fulton and I talked about it on one of the episodes that we did when we talked about the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, where like we're like, hmm, like he he's just such a big part of Ghostbusters. I don't know that like, yeah. I don't know how you do Ghostbusters without without all the guys back in a way that makes it feel satisfying. Yeah,
0: especially with the setup that this one has. Like again, if you you know with the. uh with the other one, which, you know, via reviews or whatever, wasn't wasn't great. I didn't, didn't watch the, like, the, the, the one a couple of years ago. Oh, that, um, and that's like... like, like it, it's like, but with that one, like it was like it was basically com- completely removed yeah, like, from the original. So yeah, whereas this one, canon. the setup is, it's directly related to the original. Yes. And so it's like, I can't see how you would have this setup yeah. without the full cast. You totally,
1: know? totally. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. that Some weird really news cool.
0: that I heard, uh, and this is along this... this same kind of thing um uh, what's his name uh agent smith from matrix oh yeah he's not going to be in i saw that the uh the new matrix movie
1: yeah which is uh, which, a huge bummer
0: that's the exact opposite of this where it's like i don't know how you make this movie without the like trinity and neo and mr like mr. And agent smith, smith. like agent smith. you can't have a, a a matrix movie in my mind without those three yeah and so we're missing one of the three so i don't know man Here's it, my- it, it's hey, weird
1: we'll see i don't have we're going to get into opinion territory for a second. I don't have high hopes for the Matrix reboot. This is why I'm to, I actually like the Matrix sequels. They like I think the third one got a lot of heat. I think it's good, but like for the story that they told, yeah. They got rid of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yep. There should be literally no reason it comes back.
0: Yep. I I, I don't disagree. I mean, there's a lot of – I don't know. Anyway, Chris, we'll see how it goes. But I agree. I don't have high hopes for it either because also progressively, if I were to rank those movies on like which ones like were my favorites, it goes one, two, three. So it's oh, it's not like the, like the sequels have outdone the original in any way. No. You know, where it's like I could – like there are arguments to be made – they're like Star Wars. It's like okay, totally like Return of the Jedi. You could yeah, like yes, your favorite. Yeah, you know it's like Empire. That's that's a lot of times my favorite. Flip flops yeah. a lot, but like it's well, it, it's my well, favorite. Here's the thing. Like know?
1: I I also like I love the the animated shorts that they did. Um, yeah, with the Matrix. Yeah. yeah, and the Matrix. It's like if they were going it's back cool. into the past yeah. and just like telling stories about the Matrix in the past. I'm in. I'm totally in. The fact that it's it's a sequel. Yeah. Baffles me.
0: And it's a great world. Uh, and like it's a great like that whole like it is.
1: Like if it was if it
0: was it's say, genius, say, say it's you know? Neo,
1: old Neo sitting around telling stories, yeah. Like and that's the way that they incorporate. I'm cool. Incorporate Neo, like that would be cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, or like maybe because we, there were gaps between those movies, maybe he's like telling some stories about like that he heard of that happens and blah right. blah blah. Right. Blah. Right. Right. That would be awesome.
0: Oh, and then, yeah, and then, like, from but the see, shadows, here
1: comes Trinity, and she the, says, like, right. she tells a story. And but here, then, you, you know, but, but then you still need Mr. Smith. You still you know?
0: need Agent Smith? I was like, I, I don't see how you get around
1: it, you know? know? Yeah. So, sad. anyway, uh, last piece of news. Because he
0: became the, you know, anyway.
1: Yes. Dennis Villanueva wants to make another Blade Runner movie. Um, so, this is, the, uh, this is from an interview in Empire. Um, he says. It's such an inspiring place, the Blade Runner world. The problem I have is the word sequel. I think cinema needs original stories, but if you ask me, I'd like to revisit this universe in a different way. I can say yes. It would need to be a project on its own, something disconnected from both other movies. A detective noir story set in the future. I wake up sometimes in the night dreaming about it.
0: (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) It's very, uh, I
1: don't know. He is, uh, he's a, he's I a,
0: mean, I I like the idea that it's like he he like wakes up and he goes that was a good dream, that was I, a great idea. I, yeah, you totally. Know? And that's awesome. I think
1: I think I, th- I don't know.
0: I, hmm. I have mixed feelings because like I feel like okay, I love like I would love the idea of that like yeah. the Blade Runner and like even what he's talking about you know or it's like oh the detective story you mm-hmm. the you know. But I also at the same time it's if it's not connected at all to the others it's like why do I care you know why does it have to be a Blade when Runner, I, runner well, movie? and I want to I want to like, know what makes it the Blade Runner movies without being connected to the Blade Runner movies. You know?
1: Yeah, I, I want. I don't know what that means does that mean because like the whole story of the of blade runner you know you have ha, you have these uh corporations who are like make these um uh replicants mm-hmm. like are you saying you don't want replicants what does this actually what does this mean yeah what does it mean and if you want to just make a detective noir story in the future then just do that do that please yeah like uh you know either you're exploring the whole android thing again yeah or you're not <sighs> Well, and then like I, I mean, does he mean like with characters? Like, does he, does like, he does mean, he mean like,
0: like, oh, let's just not do and it they with did those some characters? World
1: building. Maybe he's just like, I love the world building that we did. Yeah. In the last one, and I would love to see something set in that world. and That's fine. That's also cool. But then it's not a Blade Runner movie, right? It's set in the Blade Runner universe. It's kind of like, you know, a Prometheus, how Prometheus is not really an alien Correct. movie. Correct.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But it's in the alien it's universe. It's in the
1: alien universe. Yeah. So I, I get that. Yeah. I, I guess it's just like, it depends on how you like present this, mm-hmm. you know? Like if you, if you want to tell a story in the Blade Runner universe, that's fine. Right. Uh, and
0: I appreciate that he's talking about it because, like in this case, like I, I want somebody who's like I also want that, and I have sacks of cash, you know, to be <laughs> like to, to like let's find yeah. out what this is, let's I mean, figure it out, and you that's, know.
1: That's the problem. I think uh, I don't remember the numbers specifically, but like, yeah, um, because it was a R-rated movie and super super long. Yep, uh, it didn't do super well whenever it was in theaters. It, talking it, it, about the it, sequel. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, Blade Runner uh, 2049. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it uh, critically was received very well, but just like it didn't make it didn't make boatloads of cash. Right, and right. so it's like I think anything. Kind of think if a studio is going to buy into another Blade Runner, they'd either want it to be PG thirteen, more accessible and kind of watered down, or they'd want it um, to have a lot smaller budget. Right, which may- maybe means diff- like not the the best visuals, like great visuals we had. Right, or less of the uh replicant and like i mean i'm i'm sure uh i can't remember the name of his his uh hologram but like i'm sure that costs like so much oh, money sure. to to do
0: i mean and the the uh...
1: I mean, that whole movie is beautiful. It's gorgeous, man,
0: and it's and the idea, like, if you watch that movie also without like the actual like CG and stuff like that, like there's like shots where we be like, oh, side by side, or it's like this is with all of the, oh, like, yeah. c- and it's like completely different. And so it's like you couldn't do it without like that that budget. And that's the thing. I'm mean, not remember you whenever create, we recreate that world, like in know? our
1: review, like we talked about how like I don't, I, I, it look all looked real. Yeah, none of it looked fake. Right. Like, it all looked like an r- actual real place.
0: And I think about, like, other movies that have made that jump from, like, okay, this is a very successful, like, PG-13 movie yeah. uh, into a, you know, very I mean, successful, like, R-rated r rated movie. R to PG-13. But, like, even, like... Is um, there a... I don't... I don't know about R to PG-13, but if you have, like, a... Like, X Men movie, you know, and it's like Logan. It's like okay, but the budget for Logan so smaller, was true—a small budget, totally
1: more focused, more
0: focused story. You know, even even Deadpool, like you can tell, like these big action sequences, but you can tell, like they didn't have like all of the uh, X Men, you know, yeah. in the first one or whatever. Like yeah. they didn't have very many, very many like cameos or anything. Like they didn't have any of the known you just factors. To, you just
1: have to like you have to tell a very self-contained story and have a reason for why you're doing that.
0: Correct, um, and so like that's like. Those are the examples that I can think of where it's like, okay, we went the other way, but like if you go down to PG thirteen, it's like, ah, people are going to go into this thing expecting like this well, some one thing, and if they get something that it's not that, yeah, it's not going to be
1: successful again. Well, it's so. also one of the things I love about Blade Runner is it explores themes that are just like more more adult in nature in the first place. Yeah, like I don't, I, I mean, don't just know the that, whole setup, like, man. For a popcorn movie, like to sit there and explore what does it mean to be human—that's right. not really a, a thing that summer blockbusters usually do. No, you know, so. It's like Ex Machina or something, you know. Something. I mean, even I mean that's not a popcorn movie. That's no, a thinker. Not. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but, but that's a good, like that's a good yeah. example of something that uh, had restrictions. It takes yep. place in this one house. Yep. Um, the only real CG thing, three like actors. Ava, like
0: Ava, like you know, she, she like literally was the the biggest budget thing that you would assume in right.
1: there for as far as visuals go. Totally. So. So like, I mean, you could t- you could do something. But again, it wouldn't. I would not call that a Blade Runner movie. No. It can be set in that world.
0: And you just think about like how detective movies in general just kind of kind of hop around, like globe hop, like or like not globe hop, but like they they, they visit different areas of a city to investigate something, or like they right. go. You know, there's a lot of actors and locations that take place in like kind of detective esque movies. So
1: yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, speaking of you uh, mentioned X Men, we're gonna come full circle. Oh boy. Um, we were talking about Picard earlier. That's right. Uh, he's so Patrick Stewart's been doing the uh, the rounds, the press tour rounds, and, for Picard. Yeah, yeah, for Picard. And he, uh, someone asked him about returning for the Marvel movies whenever they start introducing X Men, and he said, "Yeah, I had a meeting with uh, Kevin Feige about coming back." He to said play, something about it being like multiple hours. Yeah, to <laughs> coming back to play Professor Xavier. Then and, again, if you had the chance to
0: sit down with uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, totally. Like, you know, unless unless Patrick Stewart, you know, is kicking me out of there, like, early, I'm going to sit there for, you know, for a couple hours. You yeah. You know, it's like...
1: Uh, but he said, we, we so we sat down and talked about me coming back and playing Xavier again. He's like, and... He's like, if we hadn't had Logan, mm-hmm. I would have probably come back and done it, done another one. But yeah. Logan felt like such a great end for both me and Hugh Jackman that... I think that was the proper end for my time in the seat as Professor Xavier.
0: I think, like, ba- even back then, both of them, Hugh Jackman and, uh, you know, Hugh Jackman was always like, well, if we have a good script, right. you know, I'll come back and do and do Logan again because I really love that character. Um, but then back whenever they were doing the press for Logan or whatever, he was like, yeah, this was, like, the proper way to, like, end it mm-hmm. basically uh, for me and for, uh, for right. Patrick Stewart. Like we both kind of sat together and we were like, do we think this is the, like, th- is this the, a good way for us to say goodbye to these characters that we've played for, you know, a decade or, yeah. or, you know, more than a decade. So it's, it makes sense. It's a bummer because like, I would love to see uh, Patrick Stewart um, as professor X in the MCU. Like that would be, be cool. Ridiculously like, amazing. Uh, I also don't know how you, how do you reconcile him being that character in the MCU, um, with like without like colliding these worlds somehow, like and and also carrying over so much of the baggage from the X Men universe, like currently, um, into the MCU, and it's like that's obviously like they're in uh, they're up for it. If like Kevin Feige is like sitting down with uh, with Patrick Stewart, being like, "Come on, man, I'm I'm here for like a few hours here trying to convince you to do this," it's you know they're in for it. But I also feel like at the same time, I'm okay that it's not that way.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's obviously the problem about tying yourself to that universe of movies and saying like, is that now part of the MCU or is it not? Where uh, I also think that it runs under a problem is if you're, if you're Kevin Feige or you're, if you're the Marvel universe and even a fan, like I want someone who's going to play professor Xavier in more than one movie. And you know, like, just because he's been Professor Xavier for the, for the longest time, like, I feel like they're probably... It'd be like that Iron Man situation where you're, like, on a on a movie-to-movie basis with Patrick Stewart or Hugh Jackman of whether or not they're going to be these characters moving forward. And sure. And I'd rather, as a fan, I'd rather get to know the new... The person who's going to be in this for the long term. Yeah. Like, as much as it didn't necessarily matter, we've, like... And I'm glad we have the Hulk that we have. Like, I kind of wish it had been the same Hulk the whole time. You know, like, yeah, I, wish, yeah. I wish Banner had been the same actor. I I'm mean, not saying I want it to be Edward Norton. No, I I'm mean, saying I, mean, I wish it, there I was some you. consistency because we, we, like, honestly, they kind of pretend like that movie doesn't exist.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And,
1: but, like, but it does. And it, d- it is in the, in the canon. So, mm. uh, you know, I don't know. That's kind of where, where I stand on it. Like, like, whoever's going to be Xavier, I don't want them to have to make a switch. Like in the middle of it, and then all of a sudden, this this character feels completely different.
0: Yeah, it's a similar thing to like Rhodey or whatever with Iron Man and one Iron Man two. And I think like I think that that, that was a bit jarring. You know, it was definitely and obviously like the Rhodey we have now is like the one that I'm like, yeah, totally like totally Rhodey, and this is like this is the one that I wish we would you know had from the beginning. And similar to similar to like Bruce Banner, like this is the Bruce Banner that I wish we'd had in that first
1: movie. Yes, that's what what I wish would have happened.
0: And it's like as as great as the uh, original actors you know both are for Rhodey and
1: for for like Bruce
0: Banner, like on those original. Like first movies that they appeared in, it's like I like the I like the one that we have now of yeah. both of those well, characters. Well, I, I think you that
1: like you know just like looking at you know the the Marvel universe, like the, the it's just a lot more light than I think those actors were playing sure. those characters originally. Yeah, and um just the I I just, I, I like consistency. Yeah. And so, like, let's find the, the Professor Xavier. I yeah, and, like-
0: and honestly, I feel like they probably had some sort of a contingency plan for that where it's like, okay, well, we're going to have Professor X. But then, like, we're going to, like, if, if he doesn't want to do, like, the next movie or whatever, like, we can, we can go ahead and, like, just, you know, write his character this way. Like, yeah. And so, potentially, you have him passing the torch of, of Professor right. X. Because, like, we've had Professor X in, like, this form in over at the other studio for so long.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, so it's it,
0: like now we, you know, they've, they've in fact had like the, the young version of him played by, uh, uh, what's James, his name? James
1: McAvoy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly the closer professor X that we have is like, is James McAvoy. And right. like, I, I don't know. I just like the, I mean, there were definitely hit or miss move, uh, movies in there. W- Wolverine origins. Like, Oh man, <laughs> uh, still one of the lowest movies yeah, we've reviewed. and X- it was like one of the first ones we reviewed. X three, you know, like all the, but like, you have that in any franchise yeah uh, i am kind of glad i think with with uh dark phoenix they they've kind of put like this is the end of that sure timeline because like they were related to those first movies that like in the was it days of future past right yeah whenever they brought in the old timeline yeah and so like they essentially brought it in and then made
0: it like uh basically made it make sense with itself
1: right and then I think if you brought it into the Marvel universe, then it doesn't make sense anymore. Yep. And I'm not saying all of it makes sense anyway. No, no. But like even just, within the Marvel universe, no. you know, you're like, what? So let's just <laughs> let's just put up put a lid on that. <laughs> That's that universe. Yeah. Now we do our own X Men sure. version of X Men sure. over here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'm I'm there with you. Again, like it's I, I love him as that character, but I also am up for up for something new. Is that the news?
1: That's the news. 2019. Yeah, man. What a year, man. Yeah, it was a great year. It was a really good year. Yeah. I, uh, it was an odd, odd year in many ways. An
0: odd year in many ways. Like, more so, like, for, for like... So, going into it... Um, it was an odd year because we didn't have any major like ridiculous, like big winner as far as the, uh, the game goes of the year Um, where it's like for everyone, like whereas like, we didn't have like a God of war or a breath of the wild or a, uh, you know, even like even something as, 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 you know, Mario Odyssey or Celeste or like, we didn't have anything that was just like, just blow the lid off of, of the industry. Like everybody was like, this is like the best game. Um, And in fact, like, in many cases, I would say that that both Xbox and PlayStation didn't have like a great year. Like neither of them like had like a big release that was like really like good, you know, exclusives or anything like that. But we had some really solid like indie games and third-party games and things like that that uh, that 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 definitely like knocked my socks off. But uh, but maybe it didn't necessarily the the world at large. So it's just been a weird year as far as uh, video games go. Movies. We'll get into it in a minute here about like how we did as far as the movies go, but a lot of them got delayed. Like I was looking at like what we uh, the list of things that we were gonna see, yeah, and some of them got delayed. Okay. A lot of them like
1: there's there's definitely some excuses. I don't, don't want to make any excuses though. It's true, it's true.
0: Um, and then as far as like uh, as far as TV, television goes, the big surprise um was a lot of the streaming stuff that we have going on you know as far as that goes like pretty much all of my tv watching this year has been the streaming platforms and their kind of exclusive content like there there hasn't been like a series other than like you know whenever we talk about like game of thrones or something like that that has like been not on a streaming service which i guess you could make the argument that game of thrones like with hbo go it's like that is basically half their audience is on like a streaming service now um but it's like the streaming services were were the kings, you know. It's like they were they were the definitely leaders of the uh, twenty nineteen as far as television goes. So, just an interesting year, man.
1: Yeah. So we're just gonna dive right into it. We're not. Uh, uh, if you were with us last week, that's right. It's not gonna be as comprehensive of a list. No. I have I have four categories. I do too. Yeah. So we're gonna start with game of the year, John. And I Dang think it. these are bo- different for, for both of us. Yes. My game I referenced earlier is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Dude. Um, so I actually didn't play this game last year, but it came out last year, so that's why I'm putting it in last year's thing. Sweet. But and I'm, and I'm not done with it. I'm not finished with it. But I love this game. It's so good. Uh, kind of like you were talking about earlier, whenever people first kind of got their hands on this game, yeah. they would reference that it is the gameplay was like Dark Souls. Yeah. And I'm like, Which gets me. It threw me off because I'm like, well, man, that just kind of freaks me out. Like, not because. It's just like I don't I don't want to just like beat my head against this game forever.
0: And I feel like like whenever people say Dark Souls, because people call, call like I mentioned Hollow Knight earlier, people call like Hollow Knight like oh it's got this Dark Souls elements to it, and that immediately like turns me off because like Dark Souls I think about like this really slow like okay I'm gonna like parry and I'm gonna like roll away all the time and like basically you know have a massively long fight in order to you know whittle down some you know the health of an enemy and then eventually like take it down and I'll probably you know lose you know die. A thousand times in the process of that, um, where it's like the, the only thing with like Hollow Knight that I would say is the same, is like okay, sure you like have to like dodge bosses, but then the other thing is like okay, well I have to go pick up my 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 lost gear yeah, so, so, whenever yeah, I yeah. die.
1: So yeah, so I'll get into so what I think. Well, and the other thing that freaked me out was like. I, when I looked at, it, I was like, "Okay, well, is are there achievements tied to the difficulty?" No, Ooh. so I'm like, "Well, that's good." Okay, good. Like, so I can play this on any difficulty. So that's what may, honestly made me like start pick it up and start playing it.
0: That is really ex- like nice. Yeah, that it's not like oh, play you have to play on the hardest difficulty.
1: Yeah. So um, I picked it up, started playing it. Gameplay is great. Like, and I I would I would uh, basically um, say this is a cross between like Tomb Raider and Uncharted uh with a hint of titanfall mm. um and uh some roguelike elements mm. that i think are probably what get get you to the uh dark souls comparisons interesting um that there, would make sense like some of the com- this is the thing the combat like you get power like with different like as you you're, it's kind of an rpg as well cuz like you have these this skill tree that you start yeah. filling out and like as you parry and as you block and then like hit, if you are landing these combos, your force power regenerates and you get more XP, and so like it incentivizes those things. Cool. But the thing is, it never really punishes you that much if you don't do that. Gotcha. So that's the part where like I can t- I can totally see the, the 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 like very artsy dance and of combat that they're wanting you to follow. Mm-hmm. And like and it is like very apparent whenever you can like block things. Like for instance, you know, people shoot shoot at you with uh, you know, their guns and you can reflect the lasers back at them and cool. if you time it right and it will kill them. Just straight up like a Jedi, you know? Exactly. So but like it, Again, if you just want to dodge all those and go around up and just stab them, yeah, like you can.
0: Nice. So but, it's 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 like it's it, it rewards you for being good like at those things, but yeah. it doesn't punish you if you're bad at them.
1: Exactly. That's the good. Other, the other thing that it does do is like uh, there are various save points uh, throughout the game. It's it's an open world, so like there's just these places where you can save, basically.
0: Basically, like a campfire or something like that.
1: Yeah. Ish. I'm trying not to be spoilery. It's kind of why I'm being like really cagey about it. But gotcha. there's spots where you can save, and. Um, say you save and then you go through this battle and you gain XP Mm -hmm. and some, you know, like uh, really XP because there aren't really like items to pick up that you can lose. Okay. If you get killed, then your uh, XP then transfers into this enemy. Gotcha. And the only way to get it back is to go to the enemy again. You don't have to kill him. Mm. You just have to strike him with your lightsaber and do some damage. That's nice. And so like... Like say this, you know, you encounter this giant like beast, and he just like immediately kills you. <laughs> you were like, "Oh crap! I had a I had been playing for ten minutes or fifteen minutes and I had a ton of XP, and I was I'd found all these little things. You can oh, and force energy because you can you can find these like force places um, that will give you more force energy. Gotcha. Uh, that can end up in them too. And so then you uh, you're like, man, I'm not strong enough to take this person out. All you have to do is go run up to him, hit him with your lightsaber, run away. You got the stuff.
0: Yeah, just nope your way right out of there. You're just be like, what? Exactly. Okay,
1: got it back. I'm done. And like for, for a hot second, I was like, man, that's kind of just like uh, annoying. But it, the more it happened, the more I was okay with it. And I was like, yeah. okay, okay, I'm cool with that. You don't feel like it's disrespecting your time, though. No. And the other thing that's interesting, John. So uh, say like there was this one spot. Where I had gone through a ton of enemies after a save point, okay, and one of the fi- like last enemies before I get got through this area killed me. Well, I had to battle my way through them again. Interesting. When it, whenever I get to got to that enemy, my health was down. Like my force wasn't recharged. Yeah, and I hit him, and all the XP and force power hits me. Yeah, re- Fills my health bar all goes the way back, back up. I mean, that's awesome, and, and and gives me my force power back up. So it was kind of like it's, it's own like checkpoint. A, no, it's not a checkpoint because you doesn't save there. But it, it's almost like it uh, gives you another like it's it's like a, a health boost mm. in the middle of this battle.
0: Yeah, so it almost like gets you. It's like it it's me the get way that it.
1: you were able to get through it was because you had lost there before. Yes,
0: makes sense. That's awesome.
1: So. It's that's, that's the reason that's whenever it did that I'm like okay I get how this helps me yeah because before it just seems like it's just a detriment to your gameplay right but like in situations like that it's like oh this actually helps me get through this right um you and just honestly, have to make like sure you, you don't like hit it too early or whatever. Or
0: if you lose it, like you're only losing like what, 20 minutes worth of stuff most of the yeah, time. Yeah, say you just decide to know? bail.
1: Yeah. You're like, whatever. It's just like it was 10 minutes worth of work. The thing is, like That's it, okay. As you go through these, like say you got killed by the same enemy like five times. Yeah. Well it just like compounds. Yeah. And so you have like tons of XP sitting there. Yeah. Where you're like eventually you'd you'd want to go back. Because and the other thing about that I love about the game is There's not just, like, a limited amount of XP sitting, like...
0: It's unlimited because, like, the enemies respawn. Just keep going to the enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's Um, good. That's good. Story-wise, fantastic. Like, you'll see some, like, uh, some people that you know. Um, That's what I was wondering about. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Obviously, because it's set um, before Star Wars, A New Hope, like... It's uh, and I think even before Rogue One, it's it's like it's right after like sometime after three. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the inevitable end well, in like, the galaxy.
0: Yeah. Well, and then some of the inquisitor, like one of the inquisitors from Rebels, uh, the second sister, is in um, is in this, I believe, as a as a uh, as an enemy. Yeah. S- yeah. In the trailers, but you know. Yeah.
1: So yes, I'm trying not to be.
0: So like that's the kind of like time frame we're. That's talking the time about,
1: frame. Despite the fact that I know that whatever we do in this game is not going to have any kind of drastic result on the galaxy, uh, I am intrigued by a lot of it because yeah. it's basically like a lot of deep lore. Yeah. Um, not so much that you won't understand it if you're just kind of like a Star Wars fan in general, mm-hmm. but in that, that uh, you know, they're exploring some things about the Jedi and they're exploring. Uh, um, why the you know like these specific places there's a jedi who, who is going to these places in the force and you know exploring like uh almost like what they do in rebels where it's like just the white the the neutral side of the force yeah and just kind of like that that idea which is really really cool yep um that's awesome the piece that i want to talk about that i won't like could potentially have like affect the entire galaxy so i'm interested to see why it doesn't that's all I'll say. interesting okay You're making me more and more excited to play this game. Um, It's real good. I definitely Uh, want to play that game. Force powers are cool. Yeah. And they upgrade over time. Like, I'm not yet to the point where, like, I know this is coming uh, where you can, like, throw your lightsaber and it comes back to you. Like, you can do that kind of stuff. Um, But, like, right now I can freeze things and push things. I think I've seen you can get a double blade lightsaber if you so choose. Yeah. uh, Yeah. That was kind of a spoiler for me. I did not know that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's also a story beat. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh,. But it's pretty fantastic.
0: I uh, I just you know I How'd I'd, you seen, know that? I'd I'd seen it. Like see? in, in one of the promo
1: materials or whatever. See, I, didn't I saw see like it.
0: somebody like was like, and you can customize your lightsaber. And it goes flash, 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 and one of them had a double edge, and I was like, oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. It's like so basically you're it's you, exciting. So I mean now that we're in it. <laughs> yeah, now that we're here, uh, sorry everyone. You're tracking you're tracking the movements of this Jedi uh that was exploring different sides of the force. Well, at some point you find his old workshop, and it has his saber there. Oh. And so you go to the workbench, and you attach it to your lightsaber. Wow. And create your own double-bladed lightsaber. Yeah. So then you can choose whether or not to use well, just one saber or the double-bladed. The, like, if you're going one-on-one with somebody, the single blade is way more powerful. Right. If there are, like, three or four people, yeah. like, the double-bladed is way better for what they could call crowd control and so like it might take longer to um, kill the like the enemies overall Mm. you can you're definitely not taking a bunch of damage from around you
0: well I mean that's why whenever uh, you know Darth Maul fought Qui-Gon Jinn there on Tatooine the first time just one blade yeah but then whenever he saw all of the enemies and and there were two Jedi's he was going up against the dramatic duel of fates light igniting of the other blade on the lightsaber yeah man you're making me really want to play this game. Yeah. Um, and then, like, especially with it, a lot of that lore stuff, like a lot of that type of thing. And you know, some of the things that I've read in, in some of the books or whatever are, are have those elements to them. But in order to like my preferred like entertainment thing is is video games in a lot of cases. So like that's I would yeah. love to experience that
1: in a video game. The last thing I'll say is like the open world is really cool. And and, and when I say I compared it to Uncharted and, and Tomb Raider. Right. Because there's pieces of it that are really puzzly. Okay. Which I really like. That's cool. Um but then there's also like really like cool action sequences. The open worldness of it is really cool as well. Cause like it kind of makes you like, you don't know, like, am I, can I be here? I can be here. Like I can walk in here. Am I going to get killed in here? Yeah. Because I'm not like, I don't have the right powers. I'm not leveled up And what it, uh, so I'm playing on the next to highest difficulty. I was Mm -hmm. afraid I was gonna have to play on like the lowest difficulty to get through this game. Next to highest (laughs) difficulty. Cause I actually like it to be kind of a challenge. Yeah. I don't want to just like, you know, Mm -hmm. run through everyone like their paper dolls. Um, And so the fact that I can have a challenge, and then I enter an area and I'm like, I am not powerful enough. It makes me go back and like find the things that I need to to upgrade my character. Yep, because you're like, I want to go in there, like, and I can come back and be powerful enough to get through it. Yeah, love that.
0: That's really nice. That's the like the Metroidvania kind of aspect of things where it's just like, oh, this is open, but it's not like super open. It's like we're clearly like you're not so. you know, you know, we don't want you in here yet. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. Um, so so that's, that's really cool. That's my that's my game of the year, John. I dig it, man. I dig it. My game of the year, Chris. We've talked about it before. Outer Wilds. Mm. I'm literally wearing the shirt. <laughs> yes. Outer Wilds Ventures uh shirt right here. You even
1: tell me to play this since you played it.
0: It is amazing. Yeah. And it's on Game Pass, so if anybody hasn't no played excuse. this game, like you have you have to go play this game. And I would say like uh give it give it a decent chunk of time. Like I was looking at like okay, which of my friends have played this game? And oh, yeah. Fultron I do that. has booted up this game, and, but he's only made it through like two revolutions of the uh the cycle, mm. which is like so th- the setup for the game is you you wake up as this character at a campfire and it's your first day of like wanting to go into space. And so you talk to all of your friends there at the camp and like go do the, literally the only thing the game ever makes you do like gate gates you off from any of the rest of the game before doing is talking to a specific character. And you talk to that character and they give you like the keys to your, uh, to your, uh, Spaceship and everybody that you talk to is all excited. They're like, Oh man, you, know, you get to go into space today. Like, Oh, such and such went into space and and they discovered this or such and such went to this. And it establishes a lot of things like within those conversations of like each of the astronauts that have gone into space before you all play a different instrument. And, uh, and you can use your like, your uh, what do they call it? like a seismoscope or something like that? Where it's like basically you listen to the galaxy, and you can like find out oh well that's the that's the banjo person like so they must be on this planet. That's the the harmonica person. They must be on this planet, and so like you can kind of listen to them sing, and they they all do the same play the same song. Uh, but with their just respective instruments, and so there are lots of like really cool moments with music in this game. There's lots of really cool like exploration things in this game. Mm. The loop of it is you go up and you explore like wherever the heck you want. Like after you talk to that one person, again, it never prompts you to go anywhere else like as far as like a waypoint or like you must do this or you must do that. It just says go and explore. You're the first person to go up there with a translator. So you can go and like explore these ancient writings of this ancient civilization that was here in this uh, this universe long before you were here. And you can like translate their, their, their conversations and find out what was up with them. And then, 22 minutes later, after you blast off, the sun explodes and destroys the entire universe. And then you wake up again there in front of the campfire, and you don't have to go talk to that person again because you already know the launch codes for the for the for the actual like space thing. So you just hop back in your spaceship and you can go do whatever you want again. And you uncover the mysteries of this universe and uh, and everything that that means throughout the the rest of the game so it's like it can take you however many loops and i think mine like my game ended up being um you can end the loops early uh, as well like if you if you die or like if you're like oh, i just like don't want to do this. so like you just like want to start a new loop you can do that as well but i think i like a grand total with getting all of the achievements like so i played like a few loops after i you know finished finished quote unquote the game um i think i have 87 loops of uh, these 22 minute time loops in there and uh and so the thing that 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 you uncover is, is fascinating. You have a ship's computer. This is the big, like innovative thing that like continued driving me forward throughout my thing. Cause again, if, if a game usually tells me like, go do anything, my inclination is, is that I'm going to go do nothing and I'm just not going to do any of it. And, uh, and so, but the thing that drove me forward was you have a ship's computer in the game. And what happens is whenever you uncover a, a mystery, it'll put a question mark on a, on what is like a conspiracy board and connect it with like little lines that are like these little yarn things to these other facts that you do know where it's like, Oh, I found this conversation on this cave wall. I found this, this thing over here, this piece of technology over here. How does that connect to this big mystery? And there's a big question mark. And it says, maybe look in like this general area or this planet or like whatever. And so you kind of like try to like fill out the rest of this conspiracy board and you can uncover, like, certain aspects of it. With, like, okay, here's what happened. I don't know why that happened in the past. Or, like, you know, here's one of your astronauts is, like, missing. And so, like, that's another big thing. Is like, what happened to Feldspar, which is the, the astronaut's name. And so you, like, are trying to track down, like, where he's been. You sometimes find, like, traces of him on certain planets.
1: I feel like you're telling me too much about this game, John.
0: Okay. So I'll end it here. <laughs> it's one of the most fantastic games that I've ever played. The, right. the finish of it, like, made me like cry like legitimately just like weep while playing this game and that's all i can really say it's like you either kind of like it connects with you or it doesn't and you know i i didn't think i would be connected by it but like i would heard it like a recommendation played it one night for uh, an hour or two and i was like i'm in i'm in for this you know i just wanted to uncover all the rest of those mysteries go play it everybody it's on game pass like i said if you have uh, xbox game Pass, it's you know it's there for you Download it. Play it. It's amazing.
1: All right. Outer Wilds. All right. So uh, our uh, uh, next uh, category is movie of the year. I won't won't be as long-winded with with the rest of these probably. Of course not. Um, My movie of the year is Avengers Endgame. Um, Just what they were able to do and achieve in bringing together the last 10 years of movies and tie them up and tie them together in a way that, Felt honoring to the series and felt satisfying. And, uh, like we've just never seen that happen before or, and, and they did it with such eloquence and I feel like grace and it, like the studio, like they invested heavily in this and it paid off. Um, like they just didn't hold anything back. It didn't feel like, and, uh, like I think that was such a feat of filmmaking in general, that's why I picked this movie
0: yeah I mean and that's the that's you're right hundred percent like this is it was 20 movies or whatever it was yeah. and it's like to to come to any type of a climactic event within that and to you know put a put it end to that era of their storytelling like it's just a, a an amazing thing that they that they achieved yeah um i I like bounced back and forth between a lot of these um but I will so that one that for that reason exactly. I can go ahead and say that is probably mine. But Toy Story four also ranks really highly mm. because that one in particular, like it's Toy Story three ended on such a great note of like, okay, that's all I really like needed from those characters. And then it's like, well, this is also a story that I felt like was equally like weighty and essential to like the the character of Woody. And it's like, oh my goodness, this is they added more to this story. Like how did we do this? How did we we take take something that was so? conclusively done at the end of toy story three and make toy story four and make it feel like this is worth telling. Mm. And so like, I, I appreciated that, that movie. Um, we also had like Bumblebee was uh was, was this year we reviewed that like really early in That's, 2019. I, I did
1: not realize that was this year. Or yeah. 2019. It was, it
0: was literally like the first podcast of 2019. That's crazy. And when did uh, that come out, no. that came out like that came out in
1: 2018.
0: It came out on 2018, okay. but we reviewed we it this year. We can't count that. Well we can't count that. But like it so there's that one. <laughs> what are you trying Let's to see? sneak in here, John? I'm, I'm also thinking of the other nines. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker was another one that yeah, like totally. is, is 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 big up there. But I'll go ahead and say like Avengers Endgame as well, because like that one is Is, in my mind, the most successful, like, at what it was trying to do. You know, it was trying to, like, put an end to these, like, amazing character stories, and it did that incredibly well. But it left things to where it's like, we can spring off and do so many more
1: things. I know. It was such a great springboard into the future.
0: Like whenever we bring back like all the all the characters, like the newer characters step in there and near the end of the uh, the big battle or whatever, and you're like, oh my goodness. We have so much to hope for and in th- going into the next like
1: yeah. phase of Marvel. So yeah.
0: yeah it's just a, a great achievement.
1: Uh all right. Television series. I think well, we're both in unison on this. Oh yeah. The Mandalorian.
0: Mandalorian.
1: Um We've talked at length about it. Go listen to our review. Go listen to our review about In Game. Um, hopefully, maybe we'll review these two games that we talked about earlier. Whenever we finish, um, both yes. finish them. Um, yeah, Mandalorian is fantastic. Uh, like there have been, you know, talks of a Star Wars TV show forever. Like since you know the original three movies were made, and George has talked about doing it. Um, I think dabbled in it a little with uh, with the. Uh, Christmas special they had like Ewok movies you know trying to like Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know what those are trying to do necessarily but kind of like can you tell other stories that aren't these huge um, Skywalker grand stories that's Mm kind of like I think what he was kind of exploring with those things
0: yeah and even down to like Clone Wars and stuff like that you know it was obviously there's a Skywalker in there you know, it's like, so you could always fall back on that as like the the, the main story or whatever, but they didn't regularly do that. You know, yeah. it, it was, it, it was the, and those weren't the, even the most interesting stories that they told within there. So yeah. it's like they've been testing the grounds for, for a live action show like this, you know, where it's like, okay, can we tell those types of stories? Yeah. And then, then you find out, yes, we can tell those types of stories. And then now we finally have the the means, which is a streaming
1: service yeah. with which to to do it. Well, I think there's, like so many ways that this could have gone off the rails and not worked. Uh it's almost like a miracle that it did work. Right. And has and it worked as well as it as it did. Cause it's yeah. legitimately great. Yeah. Um super excited for the Obi-Wan Kenobi oh, uh series, the um Cassian yeah. series, the second season of Mandalorian, right. whatever else they decided to do. Yep.
0: I'm I'm pumped, man! And it, again, like this this show being the springboard for these other shows, like you know, the, I think we talked I talked about with Jared whenever we reviewed the Mandalorian. My two favorite episodes of this show were directed by the person that's leading, like the head of uh, of the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Yeah, and so like that makes me super excited for that show too. You yeah, know? Deborah Chow like killed it on those two episodes, and so I'm excited to see what happens with uh, with with Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: Yeah, and like. If I was going to ding Mandalorian for anything, it's that it does feel a little inconsistent between episodes. Yes.
0: Like it definitely like was like, okay, this is directed by somebody different. This is directed by somebody different and you'll have your preferences.
1: And I I think, I think it's like, it's not, it wasn't bad because the story is still great and the characters are still great and consistent. It's just tonally, they are different. Yes. And, um, I think that moving forward, what I want to see is that they are tonally more the same. Yeah. Like and I know you always have like different direct. It's 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 not uncommon for TV series to have different directors between episodes, um, but and and it wasn't so it wasn't like so far off that it was detrimental. But it's just like okay, if Kenobi has a consistent director, I feel like that will make it better in the end than uh, just some of the like random things because like you know you I think the reason that. I think the reason people had like very different reactions to different episodes were because of that.
0: In a lot of cases. Yeah.
1: And so I think we wouldn't, we won't have that moving forward if we have like generally the same director for a whole series.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think like also like with this series in particular, it, it makes sense because it's like, okay, well it's like he's a bounty hunter. So you have like a different essentially like mission or whatever, like each episode in some cases. So it's like, whereas with like an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, it's like, well, that's, Feels like that's probably going to be more of a long form story thing rather than like, okay, this episode's self contained, this episode's self contained here yeah. with like an overall thing going on. So it does, yeah, it would make sense like, in that show in particular to be like, okay, well, this is going to be even more of a single vision kind of overall from, you know, right. episode to episode. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, dude, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. man.
1: Mandalorian. So good. Star TV show of the year. So good. All right. Our final category. Is comic of the year. So I have two listed here.
0: Yeah, um, I the uh, one of them we are in agreement on.
1: Okay. Um, so the the comic that that series that began this year. Yeah. Is the rise of Kylo Ren. I think it's five issues. Yeah. Miniseries. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the fact that like it's it's just exploring the there's two episodes or two issues out now. Yep. Um, but it's exploring basically how Kylo Ren became Kylo Ren after. So in Rise of Skywalker, no, sorry, in uh, the Last Jedi, uh, Luke talks about whenever um, the Jedi Temple was destroyed and Kylo Ren, he believed was evil at the time. So like it's exploring that like time period between that and I don't know how far it will go. Yep. But uh, just right after those events, that's where it start picks up, right. which is awesome because we like. Uh, another thing that i have like with the just the trilogy in general the new trilogy it doesn't they don't do a great job i think it's just because everything was just so opaque Mm -hmm. and they wanted to it to be so ambiguous Mm. like it's not just ray who we didn't know her past we don't know anybody's past Mm. poe like they've kind of explored poe and finn in the books yeah kylo we haven't really explored at all well, Until then, now
0: and Poe, like in the books, like then, then in Rise of Skywalker, there was a, you get some additional information on something, you know, on his background a little bit in Rise of Skywalker. But at the same time, it's like, well, that doesn't feel as consistent with the book version of it. Anyway, no,
1: there's like that part's that part's super inconsistent with the book. Yeah. A- and, and I'm not sure I like it as much in <laughs> the comic a little because like, you know, in the comic, he grew up next to a forest tree and all <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know, like it's very like, I don't know. Anyway, that aside, we haven't gotten any kind of like, yeah. Uh, information about Kylo, other than what has been in the movies, right? And now we're exploring that, and I'm I'm very happy for that.
0: I agree, and and the information that is unveiled in the comic is is not inconsequential either. Like to yeah. me, like and there's lots of things in there where I'm like, interesting, you know? It's like, and that's the kind of like that's what I want out of a uh, a comic book that that is supposed to supplement. Uh, the lore of this universe is yeah. like i want it to be i want to read something and every single time like you'd be like oh ooh, yeah. you know and that's i've had one of those moments in in both comics
1: yeah. so yeah the other comic i wanted to call out was one that ended in 2019 It's doomsday clock cool it's 12 issues um you can pick up the, the the trades um they collect issues one through six and then seven through 12 uh written by jeff johns it really it's, it, it does two different things it's a, it's a sequel to Watchmen. um and the way it, it's tied in is from like at the end of so it also wraps up the new 52 and uh oh man what's this what is, what was it right after that the series um after after uh, after life uh, i can't remember i can't remember it wraps up a lot of storylines there and i wasn't like i didn't i i didn't follow a lot of those storylines so some of that i was kind of lost in um of what they were exactly wrapping up mm-hmm. but basically like at the at the end of new 52 they had um and reintroduce the multiverse yep. and because of that then watchmen is basically part of the multiverse yep. and so things have i'm just saying that the premise if you want to go back uh things happen in the first few issues where both the characters in the Watchmen universe and in the dc universe need to find dr manhattan cool so that's how they cross paths, and that's how we get the doomsday clock, and that's how you know all this kind of like they need they need him to help save their their respective universes. Cool. And uh, I liked it. it was it was a lot of fun. It, it, it was it was really odd the release schedule because they would come out with like a new one every like three months. yeah. um, and it wasn't even like they didn't plan it like that. it was the, it would just get delayed all the time.. Yeah. So they started this back in two thousand and seventeen, mm-hmm. and I think it was supposed to be bi, bi- monthly back then. They did not stick to that, man. Uh, so we got you know twelve, twelve issues over the course of two years. Yeah,
0: DC Comics is interesting like that. And I guess Marvel to a certain extent, but like DC more so. It feels like they overload certain like artists um, with like, oh, well, you know, the artist like isn't isn't able to do that many pages like f- for each month, and so they'll like yeah. they'll give them like multiple books in the same month, and it's like, well, they can't draw it fast enough. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't want them to like. Kill themselves well, I, doing and I, and this. And I think so, we would, we would you know. have we
1: would have ended here anyway, you know, because you know, yeah. every every other month we would have ended up with twelve issues in two years anyway. But like, they just didn't come out in a regular anyway. Right. That, that's not that doesn't that doesn't speak to the quality of the right of the of the comic. If anything, it
0: means that like, hey, delaying it probably made it better, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at
1: least let it get done. Um. So yeah, that's my other my other call out for comic of the year. I dig it, man.
0: That's awesome. You're making me want to read that one too.
1: You should. It's fun. I recommend it. It's not, you know, it's kind of on par with the uh before Watchmen series. Yeah. I mean, and that was like different writers for each uh series. That's right. Um, but like, you know, where that it doesn't, I just don't think you can recapture the the um the realistic feel of the first, like the original Watchmen. Yeah. And like just the down, it feels down to earth, it feels real. Um, it feels, feels very he- dire feels heavy yeah. yeah like I don't think you can really recapture that again yeah Um, maybe like you can totally get there with a different series but not like you're introducing new characters and all that kind of stuff yeah some yeah. of them are the same but
0: Watchmen also like has such a like it, within that single book has such a oh man an established history and lore mm-hmm. like it's like it, yeah. to, to introduce other elements into that almost feels like it 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 won't it definitely won't recapture that same sense of like
1: completeness yeah. you know. I, I mean, like, I'd, and I'd love to know like what Alan Moore thinks of things like this. I don't. I haven't really like looked for the stuff like that. He. I know that he like it was whenever he wrote Watchmen back in the day. Like he was very
0: disillusioned with how superhero comics were at the time. Yeah, and that's why like it's a commentary on like you know the the. The things right back in the day, like, and so and so even now, I think that he's very like very much like he doesn't necessarily read a ton of the things that are happening today. But it's like I think that he definitely has, has the same kind of view of them. So yeah,
1: I just wonder if he would like be like, no, I mean, before Watchmen is an atrocity, or uh you know, Doomsday Clock is it even more of an atrocity because now you have him with Superman, you yeah. know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: who knows? I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. you know. Um, Chris, yes. so running down some numbers, yes. we talked about last year.
1: Yeah. Oh man, yeah.
0: In twenty, at the beginning of twenty nineteen, we talked about doing. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm trying to find that note. I just had it pulled up, but then it closed. Oh no! There it is. We talked about doing eight game reviews. We okay. did not do eight game reviews. How many did we do? We did about four. <laughs> So, we, we only really reviewed, like, four games. Right. Um, like, and I think that we talked about, like, we may need to, like, figure out how we can do some game reviews. Because there's lots of games that I played this year that I, I feel confident enough to, like, review them. Right. But not necessarily a, uh, like, we didn't both play them yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And so, like, but then. I know we're going to have to figure that out. We'll figure that out. So, but um, then uh, as far as movies go. Here's where we got. We got a little intense, man. We talked about doing twenty four because we had done a lot the previous year.
1: We'd done tons the previous year. We had
0: done tons the previous year, and then seven mini reviews. Okay. Um, we ended up doing. Uh, what, what did I say you a text earlier? I, uh, I sent you a text of about a, nineteen movie reviews total, which included three mini reviews and sixteen full reviews.
1: Mm, so, so only we, sixteen full reviews. So only
0: sixteen full reviews. Yeah, so we were way off. The we were 24. like ten off
1: there. Yeah, we were Almost. eight off. Eight off.
0: Eight off there. Um, and then as far as the minis go, we were four off. Yeah. And uh, but you know it's, we still still did a decent I mean, number this of is the them. the thing,
1: like uh, except for the big. I mean, there was obviously some huge movies this yeah. this year. I mean, Endgame and Rise of Skywalker, right. and like there was another series that ended, like had their last movie too. What was it? Something had like the last. Oh, it was uh, Dark Phoenix. It was like basically That's like right. ending the X-Men, that that version of X-Men series. That's right. Um, and so like, we had some big, like, kind of like, heavy hitters, but there weren't, I don't think as many, like, smaller movies like there normally is, you know? Uh, already, like looking at this year, whenever we're looking at like, hey, there's Top Gun, and there's Bond, and there's, uh, there's Fast and Furious coming up. Like, we'll talk about all this next week, but I feel like there's already the, the, uh, opportunity for 2020 to be better than 2019.
0: I mean, I agree with you there. Um, So, just some interesting facts here. Our uh, lowest average score. So, I take the the score, just add them together, get the average. Um, The lowest reviewed movie was Alita Battle Angel. Oh, man. With uh, a 6.3. Yeah. And uh, which which feels about right. Yeah. You know? And our highest reviewed movie uh, was at 9.25 The Lion King. What? Yeah. You know, so uh, I think you you gave that one a nine point five, which was uh, which was your highest score, and you had a total of three nine point fives this year. You had uh, you had the Star Wars Episode Nine, you had Avengers Endgame, and you had Lion Mm. King.
1: I did so, Lion you know? King. It's not on the same <laughs> level as those other two movies. See, but it's Lion
0: King, man. It's hard. It it's is. hard. It's I mean, so, like, after, like, watching that movie, like, even the even the remake, it's so nostalgic yeah. where you're just like, I can't, like, it's it's hard to effectively put a good, like, I put that one as a nine. Yeah. I probably, I mean, at least a nine. Yeah. Which is, which is the highest score that I gave this year was a nine, which is, uh, which is interesting. Like, I didn't do any 9.5s this year. Wow. Um, so, and I did quite a few, quite a few nines. Uh, I actually had the higher average score than you did. Uh, you had an average score of 8.3. I had 8.4 as my I average.
1: R- rated like elite Battle Angel real low? Yeah,
0: you were, elite, elite Battle Angel is a six and that's was, what pulls there it else I that it pulled it me down. I put it as a seven, but I totally, it's a six. There's nothing else that was like ridiculously low. Um, the, other, the next lowest was a seven and that was for Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, totally. Yeah. And then 7.5. We had a couple of those. We had a uh, Terminator dark fate. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, and then we had, uh, Detective Pikachu. So. Well,
1: it's Detective Pikachu. 7.5 for you.
0: It was eight for me.
1: See, I, I remember that. Honestly, like, I, you know, time heals all wounds. Yeah. And you whatever.
0: look back at things
1: differently. But, uh, like, and I haven't watched them. I need to watch them again. Right. 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 And I know Detective Pikachu had some plot problems. Oh, dude,
0: some major plot plot problems.
1: But I, I but it was rem- so funny. I remember Detective Pikachu way more fondly than I do Lion King.
0: Yeah, or even like a Terminator: Dark Fate or whatever. You that means that like, I
1: need to watch both of them again before answer. I like make a definitive ruling.
0: Detective Pikachu, one of those things like I still just remember laughing so much in that movie that yeah. it's like the plot. I could laugh right past all of the plot problems. Totally, you know? <laughs> just, and really,
1: those plot problems only came in the third act. Yeah,
0: they were only like in the final reveal, final moments of that movie. It but was just like I, we introduced a lot of, of plot problems right now. When I now. think of Lion King, it was real good. It was really good, man. That, oh, dude, and like all of the
1: the newly recorded music, ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and, like. I don't know. I just I need a. I'm gonna have to rewatch that that's again. Very good.
0: Um, but yeah. So that's uh so some fun facts there um, about this this year of uh, of our of our
1: movie reviews. We'll uh, make our wildly optimistic predictions for 2020 next year. That's right. Year, this or is next, next, next this, week.
0: This is the first year we've failed by this much. To yeah. Do. I feel like we've failed before by like one or two. Yeah. And uh, and so, but I definitely think that uh, you know this year, like you said, is it's it's looking up, and we'll talk about that next week yes. on the podcast.
1: Um. We didn't talk about any kind of album of the year, but I don't even know what I. I, I think maybe uh, um, uh, Camila Cabello's album from uh, from this year. Did that even come out this year? Give me two. It seconds. It came out this year, yeah. Did it, d- it
0: definitely? I remember the night that it came out. I th- or maybe it was. No, maybe it was in twenty twenty. <gasps>
1: oh no! Um, there was a
0: new album from her that came out like recently.
1: Let's see here um there was but it's this is not the, yeah not shoot, the one no, that shoot. i would i was like the one of, no no this came out in 2018 yeah you're 2018 right. you're right i don't wow. I, I don't really have a good uh a good album of this year um actually nope nope that was last year to the year before too
0: there's a lot of things that uh i'm not gonna know, have
1: i'm not gonna have an album of this year of uh, I 2019 i don't John. know
0: that i don't know that i necessarily do either ed I'm, sheeran's I'm
1: album Called it's called collaborations number six or something like that. Okay, that's the okay. one I listen to the most. I dig it. I dig let's it. Let's just let's just say that.
0: I, there's like a lot of singles. Um, like uh, what, did Billie Eilish's uh song or oh, album it did come out this, this year? year. Yes,
1: that's the one. Then that's the one. That's the one. Yep. Um,
0: uh, let's see. Uh, I think it's called uh, whenever you sleep, where you go or whatever but, it is. Like, I mean, let me look it up.
1: The song or the the, uh, album. Or the album. The album. Uh, it was called. Yeah, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Yep, that's my hour of the year. Agreed, that's mine too. I'm glad we're in a Me too, man. That's a, 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 <laughs> I love that album. That's a great album. I, I, I love that. We just hashed that out and figured that out. Just now Literally the, live.
0: Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to say, like I, I, similar to like every year I always like go through and like write down the games that I played and yeah. stuff like that. I will play way more games than I think I do. Like at the oh, end totally. of the year, I'm always like, I didn't play anything this year. And I look back and it's like, there's crackdown that I played. Apex legends came out this year. Outer wilds, Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, firewatch, SteamWorld world, Dick one, SteamWorld quest, cadence of higher, rule iconoclast world next door fire emblem three houses legends of zelda links awakening untitled goose game legend of Oberdin, luigi's mansion 3 it's like so many games that yeah. i played this year maybe was, not, not all of them to completion there's about five five in there or six in there that i'm still like working on but you know it's like i've played way more games than i uh i i think that i do so a lot it, of them are shorter too this year
1: i didn't bring it up but i, I was surprised that apex legends wasn't your uh Game of the year, mainly because like you just played it so much.
0: Yeah, if you were to say like the time that I've put into a game, it's that one. But like Outer Wilds, like I'd be hard pressed to not put that on like a top ten list of my games of all time at this point. You know, it's like it's just like it. it and I, I, I mentioned it last week to you. I think like at, it just may have just hit me at the right time, like or whatever. Like where it's just like the, the specific things were going on whenever I finished that game. That like it just hit me like really hard. But it's like that. That's the game man it's yeah. like it's probably you know i would even say maybe top five yeah. of, of all time so we'll all see right, man you know? that's wild it's like again like i said it maybe it literally might just be like the how it hit me and like where it where it fell in my life at the time but
1: it is what it is it's it's up there man all right uh, you can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com on social at chrischart250. And John Wright 777. And at Stay on Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. On Target.